the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for a war? The time has come to introduce you to enemy lines. Five, four, three, two, one. I love New York City. The reason I live in New York City is because it's the loudest city on the planet Earth. It's so loud, I never have to listen to any of the shit that's going on in my head. Yankees suck! Yankees suck! Three-run home run for Bucky Dick. Red Sox never let you down. Baratek and A-Rod going at it. How do you like them apples? And welcome back to Enemy Lines. This is Dave in Boston over there. Milt in New York or near New York. Good enough. Connecticut. Good enough. It counts. The greater New York area. That's right. The irony is that you, that I am the New England guy and technically you are in New England. Do you ever think about that? Yeah, but remember we've talked, I don't know if we talked about this. They, they found the actual dividing point between Red Sox country and Yankee country. And I'm decidedly in the, uh, in the Yankee side of that coin so i'm safe safe and sound grew up in westchester county lived in new york city for 12 years i am um i'm a new yorker roll i'm a new yorker roll pur- purple wave go purple oh, wave roll purple nicely wave. done yeah the newer show purple yeah. wave. And my daughter's uh headed to Tulane, so she's um there's a whole how about yeah, that she's got a, a green wave that. is that what that is yeah, thank you yeah Anyway, where's where's uh, Jake? We don't going? know yet. Where's we don't know going? yet. Don't bring that up. I don't want him listening to this. He's gonna get all. <laughs> I've got enough agita as it is. Okay. My God. Our listen. Our listeners want to know. Uh, this is the podcast Enemy Lines that brings you all things New York versus Boston, mostly sports, a few other things, whatever the whatever the heck we want to talk about on a given day. That's right. And here we are. Uh, spring is is not quite sprung, no. but it's around the corner. Right. Yeah, it's cold here, and we've already had. We've already had the stupid story of the the when the did they do, even do that in New York? Because every year in Boston, they, the the news story of the baseball team loading up the the truck and leaving for Florida. Wow, that's a story in that, Boston, man. That's desperate. Well, I know, and it, it, it's because it's like a running joke. I think it's why they keep doing it. Is it's like it's a slow news day, and it's like um, you know, football's over. But here's the truck. They're loading up all the stuff. Look, they got all the gloves and baseballs in there, and they're headed down to, to Florida. There is not a truck so. in the universe that could hold the power that is the 2018 New York Yankees. Yeah, well, truck you, as far as I'm concerned. We just made a nice signing. Um, we got our yeah. bat. I don't know anything about him, but um, what the hell. Have you ever been to spring training? No, it's funny you say that because it's something I was just talking to somebody about is as diehard a fan as I am. And I've got relatives um, in Sarasota, which is the town next over from Tampa, which is where the Yankee complex is. I have never attended a spring training game. And I think I'd, I think I'd like it in the same way that you like a minor league baseball game. You don't, you don't yeah. really give a shit, but you're holding no, a beer. It's, it's nice out, you know. This, mm-hmm. You, you kind of get into just the whole atmosphere of it, but you're not you're not yeah. feeling the tension that you would at a baseball game that means something. But it's a relaxing day, I assume. Have you been? It's basically sport. Yeah, I've done it in Florida and a couple years ago in Arizona, as a matter of fact. And yeah, it's 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 sports for all the reasons you like sports, other than the actual sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like it's not like the the action on the field. Re- truly doesn't matter. Um, you might not know this, having never been to a spring training, or maybe you do. But it's common to see players um, jogging in the outfield, p- players that are not in the game at the moment, even though the game is going While on. it's happening, they're actually jogging. While it's happening. Yeah. If they want to get a little running in, and and like nobody cares because it's like, well, what if the ball gets hit there at that very moment? It's like nobody cares. It's spring training. Well, you know who the, but, um, um, who the Yankees' big – sort of off-season signing was in the last couple of weeks. Really spring training only. They they and it wasn't even a signing. They actually traded for Russell Wilson. Really? Yeah, they apparently Russell Wilson was drafted years ago with the possibility of him maybe playing baseball because he was a two-sport guy. 
Uh, you know, he, Tim Tebow is probably available well, as well no, if you want him. You and, you know, the Tebow actually plays in minor league games. Like he's actually going to be yeah, in the system. They traded for Russell Wilson. He's going to show up at spring training. He's going to be motivational, maybe take some batting practice and such. But he is officially so – it's a stunt. It's a stunt, although he is officially – a member of the the Yankees spring training organization, which is kind of outstanding. It's a problem. It's one of the many problems with the Yankees. It's all about the 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 stunt signing. You know, you get um, Aaron Boone as your manager, who's known for two things: being a mediocre broadcaster and hitting one lousy home run off of Tim Wake. Hardly lousy, mammoth important home run. Somebody wrote, well, by the way, that um, I didn't say the home run. Somebody wrote that the Yankees now have the best quarterback in New York. It's just that, that it's actually true, right? Yeah, it's not a good yeah. thing. Well, Eli's, Eli's probably gone, right? Is Eli gone? No, I, I mean, there's word. The, the Giants have the number two pick in the draft, so they probably will end up taking a quarterback, but they could still play with Manning as sort of the mentor for a year. Um, mm-hmm. I, he's He's apparently his – yeah, he's done. I mean, let's face it. I mean, I'm not a Giants fan. I'm a Jets mm-hmm. fan. I'd take Eli in a heartbeat, but that's not uh, – that's not. The Jets have a chance of getting uh, – what's his name? Uh, you like that, Kirk Cousins? Is there talk? Yeah, there's, there's a huge amount of talk on that, and he's going to cost a boatload of money. But he, here's, my, here's my take on this, and I know it's, it's not the most positive take in the world. And sorry, Jets organization, since I know they listen to this podcast religiously, but – Based on recent history, I do not trust the Jets' ability to select and develop a winning quarterback. So if it takes – it's the truth. I mean, the, the history run through the names. They're all there, right? So I would rather them sign – I mean, it's going to be – he'd be the highest paid player in the history of football, which makes no sense. But sign the guy, use your draft capital on the 15 other positions you need to fill – and you've got a shot. And somebody, this is going a little aggressive, but somebody on ESPN predicted that the Jets would sign Cousins, and they would end up ten and six this year and make the playoffs. That's not. It's not the craziest thought. Oh. I mean, you look at uh, Garoppolo. Look at Garoppolo. Yeah. With the, I mean, the Forty ers were a dead team, and uh, I still have a theory that he had nothing to lose in those five games, which is one of the reasons why they played so well. But. But nevertheless, they won those games. They had one win before that. Oh, and, <laughs> and they won, and they won those games scoring tons of points. Like they they yeah. beat up the – was it the Ravens? Somebody with a great D. He just yeah. tore it. It was uh, – no, it was Jacksonville. Uh, Jaguars. Jacksonville. Right? You're right. Yeah. It was Jacksonville. Yeah. And I don't know. You, you could argue that could happen with the Jets. But, I, I mean, anyway. So when it comes to Cousins, I would be – even though it will bankrupt the team for decades – I am actually in favor of it just so that I can have a shot to improve sometime in my lifetime. Right. Yeah, I know. It's, so that diary. it's very sad. So, yeah. So, anyway. so with, um, back to spring training, the, the, like I, I have no – like some people get really into it. It's got to be one of the more overrated things in the world simply because apparently you can't – you can barely get a ticket to see the Red Sox play because they've got a, a park – Jet Blue Park that they made. It looks cool. I mean, it's it's a mini Fenway with a mini green monster. And if you just kind of tune in, like it, it, you might mistake it for Fenway, even from that center field camera, because the back drop looks exactly like Fenway. Um, and you can't get a ticket. Like they're all sold out. What is it with, with the Red Sox? What is it with the Red Sox and small stadiums? Like it's like you don't want people to come to watch your team. It's I don't get it. Size doesn't matter. Oh, well, well put. It's all about the motion, right? Yeah. Speaking of motion, I'm really surprised you don't you don't know much about this JD Martinez kid. Apparently, I don't. Yeah, yeah, he's offensively. If you line up his stats next to Stanton offensively, they actually kind of look somewhat similar. It's just apparently he's terrible in the field, and you're not going to know where to put him. And they're saying he may end up having to platoon at first with who is it Hanley Ramirez yeah it's Hanley right uh, yeah, yeah, yeah and Hanley's not going to be happy yeah. about that like this veteran yeah anyway so I think you may have right. some um some unhappy athletes to contend with at some point but you needed that power I, you now look at the Red Sox lineup and remember how I felt last year where I was like oh my god now I'm looking at that lineup again and saying this team 
you're going to score some runs. Well, um, you are. I hope so. What, who's the I, kid, I mean, um, I hope so. I, who's the second, the rookie last year, um, Benintendi, right? Yeah. He, yeah, he, he was. You know, people say he was mediocre. He was, I mean, he was a rookie, right? And he wasn't Aaron Judge, but the guy's, no, he, was, he can hit. Yeah, he was good. He's got a sweet swing. He's got almost like a Fred Lynn type swing. And he's the type of player you look forward to. But the our, uh, but then the guy that no one's talking about is a rookie third baseman who's talked about so little that I can't remember what the hell his name is. Oh, uh, is um, that uh, Devers? Is that his name? Yeah, Rafael Devers. Yeah, the guy who hit the home run in, in Yankee Stadium and blew everybody's mind, including that memorable guy shooting the video of himself. If you saw that, did you see <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that. It was fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, um, uh, I can't say I'm like, so the problem with these Red, Red Sox is what um, some, someone said recently, which is, uh, let's say, was it Mookie or someone was quoted as saying, like, you know, last two years, the team in the playoffs that we played wanted it more than we did. And it was obvious, right? And so the most important move the Sox made is maybe the manager. Um, Cause it just seems one of the, I mean, it's one of these things where you don't, you don't see a, a, a bitter, you know, annoying team coming like on paper, a team might look great. Then by the end of the season, if things aren't going well, they're complaining and you hear about this off the field stuff. And it's just kind of this malaise around the team. And um, I think that's what was going yeah, on. But, so but me, the last me, I'm going to challenge you a little bit. I agree that the Red Sox had some issues in the clubhouse, right? But this idea, you you tell me this, especially in the playoffs, this idea of mm-hmm. wanting it more. Mm-hmm. What the hell does that mean? Are you are you well, telling I, me I, the guys playing for the Red Sox last year did not want to win? Not, no, well, but you're not the first okay, person so, to say that. I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. Like the Astros are well, credited with wanting it more than anybody else. No, okay, they show they show passion, right? Right. But wanting it? Yeah. The, I mean, that that seems like a bizarre way to brush off the fact that maybe your team locked up a little. They weren't loose. They weren't having fun. But they sure as hell wanted it. Well, I mean. It wasn't a veteran team. <laughs> right it sometimes it, that's it's one of the reasons why sports is great and can be frustrating at the same time is you just you don't necessarily know why? what the key ingredient is but it is often some sometimes something other than talent and you know i mean i've i've i don't like have you ever coached your kid in um hoops or baseball or anything like that uh, early when he was little yeah um like there have been times when i i think I've got the greatest plan. And then all of a sudden it's something goes wrong and the kids aren't listening to you. And it just, it just kind of gets it. And, you know, the other thing is though, it losing creates that. And so, you know, and you know, the old saying that the momentum in baseball is the next, is the next day's starting pitcher. There's some truth to that too, you know? Um, so you can turn things around in a hurry, but no, it's not that they don't want it. They do want it. But if you, you know, if you've ever been on a team, you can feel like a game slipping away. You can feel when your team just doesn't have the mojo and like subconsciously that might make you play a little more timid because it's like, oh, we suck. We're going to lose anyways. Look, if I'm sitting in front of a cheesesteak and I've already eaten three of them, (laughs) I really want, I want that fourth cheesesteak. I want it (laughs) as much as I wanted the first three. I just can't make it happen. Well, maybe the fourth, let's say the fifth. I want it. (laughs) But I can't. I just can't get it done. Yeah, w- and, it, and that's okay. And that's okay. Sometimes, yeah, that's you know, the cheesesteak gets the better of you. Yeah, yeah, that makes that no reminds sense. me of. Do you remember? No, do, you, do you remember when uh, Bill Murray announced that he was had accomplished everything he wanted to accomplish in uh, acting and was going to try out for the NBA? He, I forget what it was. Just like a little stunt he did. I think he might have done like a short film on. You know, it was a goof. Obviously, it was a goof. But I remember him saying he was like, you know, well, first of all, the first funny thing was 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 someone said in, in the phony press conference. It's like, uh, Bill, what was the last time you played basketball? And he goes, uh, You mean full court? You know, I played some half court, you know. But then there was another bit with he he's working out, you know, shooting hoops, and there's this kid there, and he's talking to him, and he goes. 
you know, when I want something, I just take it, you know, I just take it, I go take it. Like, like, for example, this morning, I wanted an omelet. So I just took it and I just took down that omelet. You know. <laughs> what? Bill Murray said like that? Like one of the cheese. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. I never Am heard I, that. Did I not deliver the line properly? It, it worked fine. He, yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. By the way, and let me, let me cut you off on, on a Bill Murray line. Uh, kudos to you. Last week's recommendation of, uh, the Netflix movie, A Feudal and Stupid Gesture, right on line, right on. Wasn't it great? Right on. I feel like no, I right. feel like nobody's even talking about no, it. No, that's what I don't understand. It was yeah. it was well made. It was funny. It was smart. Yeah. I love the fact you know, when they break the fourth wall, or is it the fourth wall? Yeah. Yeah, right. No, Where, for, um, whatever. And and they, you meta, know, all meta, of these meta, uh, yeah. you know, Saturday Night Live comedy stars are being portrayed, obviously not by themselves. And they pretty much just turn to the camera and say, yeah, I know they don't look like the real people. Just deal with it. Right. I mean, that was right. that's that's great. Although yeah. Joe McHale did a good Chevy Chase. Fantastic. Really good. It, well, well, the problem is he doesn't look like him, but he, his voice sounded exactly like him. And I heard McHale on a podcast say he would he would be in his trailer screaming at the top of his lungs because if he if he. You know how you get hoarse when you obviously when you scream. So he would scream until he got hoarse, and that allowed him to hit that low, like that really low, you know, monotone, um, deadpan Chevy Chase thing. Um, he was fantastic. He was fantastic. I loved him. Uh, Will Forte was great. I mean, yeah, again, Forte like we talked great, about last week, yeah. the problem is why why don't we know about that? And I don't know. Yeah. I don't have an answer to it. I don't get it. It was and, uh, just all those little funny things. Like you hear the narration. It's like. Um, he would say, and here we are on the set of, you know, Animal House. And there's uh, Tim Matheson. He's he's about to say the title of this movie. And you hear him go, a stupid and futile gesture. Yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot of a lot of funny sort of it was like it was like one big inside joke for anyone who was had been fans of Caddyshack and um and Animal House. And I knew the the line was coming at the, oh we forgot to say spoiler alert. Oh well, but there's some spoilers here. Um I love the line at the end. I knew it was coming because I heard that Howard Ramis had been famously quoted as saying about the dude. What's the dude's name? The main guy, uh, the Will Forte no, guy. I forgot. What's his Ooh, name? Yeah, I forgot to. Uh, Doug Kenny. No, Doug Kenny? Yeah, that? that's it. I think. Yeah. Um, he says Howard Ramis says is overheard saying at the funeral. You know, um, I think he he fell off a cliff while he was looking for a place to jump. Right. And, yeah, and well, that was that was a clever <laughs> way. To sort of yeah. bring up the fact that nobody really knows what happened, so I thought that was I, it was a little abrupt the ending, but you know they don't yeah. they don't know and they didn't want to make it a dark mystery piece. It was really just supposed to be about the National Lampoon and this one tortured guy, and I thought they did a great job. I right. really did. And again, I wish well, was I wish, so- I wish that there was a bigger deal being made. Oh, you know, part of it might be maybe this is and I don't mean to awkwardly segue, but there is so much being focused on the Olympics right now. I mean, I know. Anytime a Norwegian finishes third in, you know, the ski slalom event, maybe yeah. there's no room in the culture for anything else right now. I don't know. I think I think this this particular Olympics is a little bit boring, isn't it? Although, although maybe I'm a, I'm not alone in this. I have found myself loving curling. <laughs> Do you have you watched curling at all? I feel like every time I'm in a restaurant, it's on. So I'm like, I've got it in the corner of my eye. Well, it's because the um, matches oh, take like six hours. I mean, once they have it on, they can't they can't take it off. But you know, we won the what, gold. This, this we morning. actually won the gold. The American I, man I won the I gold. Know. I heard we were. We, that's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. It's there's something. You know, it's clearly shuffleboard on ice. We know it's that, right? Yeah. But but with right. with certain obviously different skills, I guess. But there's something yeah. – because it's almost like baseball in the fact that, you know, people who don't love baseball complain about how boring it is, right? There's too much space and whatever. Yep. But in that space, you get to sort of sink into the drama and tension of it a little bit more and you get to think about mm-hmm. statistics and, and all this. And curling is so slow and they, they sit there yeah. talking about the board for five minutes before they roll the stone or whatever it's called. I find yeah. it oddly – tense and interesting and somewhat exciting but maybe it's because i'm old it's so funny that that there is someone who's a color comment a curling 
color commentator. Like it's the fact that such a job exists. It's so funny. It's well, I mean, they, they dust off Scott Hamilton every four years, you know, oh, yeah. to, to, wow. I think it's, it's the only thing he does, you know, I mean, I'm sure he has a day job. I don't know what he does, but, but it's the only time you see him on TV. Um, and, uh, so the, but the, the thing with curling is, yeah, I mean, I just can't get around <laughs> where do we draw the line game versus like, is what, it a like, sport? I mean, is it, yeah. I mean, let's put it this way. Other than being tense, are any of these men or women breaking a sweat? Does that have to be the definer? It's not a sport unless you break a sweat. Well, what about golf? Well, that's a good point. But now maybe <laughs> we're now recreating the scene from from Big, where Tom Hanks and John Hurt are oh, yeah. arguing because Tom because Tom Hanks says, uh, "I think my best sport is uh, video hockey," right. and he says that's not a sport, and he goes. He goes, there's a machine doing all the work for you. And he goes, well, what about NASCAR? And he goes, he goes, well, it's not a sport unless you sweat. And he goes, well, what about golf? You know? yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. What about chess? I mean, what, like, why is chess not in the Olympics? It could be. Like, like I mean. It could be. It should be. <laughs> it well, or darts. Poker. Like, why is darts not oh, in the man. Olympics? Olympics poker. Well, Olympics poker would be great, <laughs> wouldn't it? Well, they no, because poker's got its own thing. It's got it's got the world. It, it's got. The, by the way, it's a very funny thing if you stop and think about it. Why is it called the World Series of Poker? Like, why is there not a World Series of anything else? There's not a World That's Series true. of of you know badminton or Parcheesi or or you know Clue. Don't you think they should um, um, play tennis on ice? <laughs> Well, there's. The, I saw that the, they were demoing uh, snow volleyball. Snow I saw that. Volleyball. Why not? Yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. Why not? By the way, since we 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 touched upon board games, I want to tell you my my daydream that this is my fantasy that obviously can never come true. But I would like to play Donald Trump in Trivial Pursuit, and I want it televised for all the world to see. <laughs> I think that that. I, think about how much fun that would be. Oh, right? God, that would be. They should just have all the ex presidents play each other. In, yeah. In some no, they should play Risk is what they should play. But, but <laughs> no, they should have. A, the they world, should have a world, world series, the game of world domination. Yeah. A World Series of board games, but have all the presidents. Yes. You'd have. You'd have to because you know there are different facets to being the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, risk is going to test your military strategic mind. You're going to have trivial pursuit right. for your inane ability to memorize details and facts of, of and trivia. You know, you'll have your chess, you know, for the the pure mind brilliance. I think this mm-hmm. you got to make this happen. I know, right? Yeah. Um yeah, who would you t- of, of the living presidents? Who would you? Who would you? Who would be the favorite in in Trivial Pursuit? In Trivial Pursuit, that's probably uh, yeah, that's Bush Junior. Don't you think? Like he's nailing the uh, entertainment category. What? Yeah, I just decided. <laughs> like if you yeah, ask him in. like to name the cast of Laughing, he's got that down. <laughs> you know, it depends what era of Trivial Pursuit. If you're playing like the you know current you know hip hop whatever. That's not going to work. But like the classic. Did you see the moment? Or did you see the moment earlier this year where he he whispered something in Clinton's ear at that yeah, ceremony? Yeah, uh, in, in, in the inauguration. Up. And didn't he say something like, "Was that the inauguration?" Yeah. Didn't he say something like, "Well, that was fucked up." Did he? Is that what he said? Well, he didn't say. Is that, is that up. confirmed? I don't he said know. Something to the effect of, "Well, that that was interesting." I don't remember exactly no. the words he used, but apparently okay, it was right, like right, right. his acknowledgement to say, "Wow, wow, were we in for it?" <laughs> it, well, the the funniest part was the funniest part was you see Clinton laugh, and then you see Bush make that little smirk, mm-hmm. like like <laughs> you know. Remember that old, <laughs> and it was funny. I remember when yeah. he was in the White House, that smirk mm-hmm. of his and his <laughs> used to drive yeah. me up a wall. I know, now, and now you're now you're wistful for exactly. it, right? Exactly. Like I know. Lunacy. It, it actually, yeah. When he when he made that smirk and he made Clinton laugh, I was like, I I couldn't. I found myself saying, "Wow, I kind of miss him." And again, <laughs> we're not we're not going to go too deep into politics, yes. here, but does that mean there is going to come a point where the Donald Trump ex president is going to be endearing? Is he going to be endearing? Please tell me that's not going to happen. Uh, it could, yeah. When when Lucifer himself is the president, or I don't know, like how do we sync? You know, Kanye West, uh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I, like, who's who's worse? Who could possibly be worse? He's the worst person in the world, and we're not getting into politics. Uh, but um, yeah, so so Trivial Pursuit, 
the uh, there's no way Bush Bush uh, W wins. I think um, the board game Olympics. Obama, well, but Obama Obama wouldn't be strong on pop culture because uh, if you recall when they asked him who his favorite White Sox player was, he couldn't name. You go. Oh, Oh, I like them all. You know, he yeah. couldn't name one. He's into music. Clint- He's into music. I think right. the the science and nature category may throw everybody other than maybe Carter. You know. Yeah, yeah. Carter, right? Carter would get the geography right. and the science and nature, and he's Who's, stuck in everything. None else. of them are nailing literature, right? They're all, you know, the they're all screwed is, on literature. Trump, Trump might actually have a fighting chance now that I think about it, just because he know he he's at least been around pop culture and current events. Um, no, he would just assume he's the answer to every question. He would just right. keep saying Trump, and eventually they'd land on a question yeah. where he'd be right. Well, there was – I remember a Trivial Pursuit question saying what what uh, author used uh, – no, in Donald Trump's autobiography, what word was used like 7,000 times? Do you want to guess? Uh, no. Believe. Uh, 7,000 – no, I mean, 7,000. I'm exaggerating. I don't remember, but it was some huge number. Like, what word was used Trump. this many times? Trump. Close. Mm. Me? The word is uh, closer. Mm. I don't know. Give it to you, me. You've, you've got it. I mean, it's I. 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 Yeah. Although, if you looked at Clinton's biography, it's probably the same. They're all egotists. We know that. It's yeah. just the extent to yeah, which they take it. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, yeah. maybe there's a good okay, so way to we, we, our break. Yes, I think we should take a break. Mm, good plan. And when we return, more nonsense. No, we, what are we going to get into? We're going to get into oh, media when do, we get back? Let's go media notes. Yeah. Keep this short and Yep. Yes. Uh, we don't want to lose our um, people that are uh, avidly following enemy lines and its incredible three episode run or whatever we're on right now stay with us though please stay with us on enemy lines hosted by boston podcast network pod617.com stay with us alexa what time is it it's time for margie plaprude saves the world when the roof's on fire, the country's in turmoil, and it seems like everything's going Who are you going to call? Your favorite bleeding heart is back. Margie Claproot is here to save the world. Margie Claproot here. We are going to save the world. I've never done a podcast, and here I am doing a podcast, and I'm ticked off. I bet you are, too. New episodes of Margie Claproot Saves the World every Monday on pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. And we're back on Enemy Lines. Thanks for joining us. This is Dave, the Boston guy, along with Milt, the New York guy. Hey, yo, yo, you've no, you know. Have we talked about this before? You, you have no, you have no accent whatsoever. Do you? No, do you I have do any have an accent? accent. You know, every time I think I don't have one, I talk to somebody who's not from around here, and yeah, I got. One. I mean, it's not a thick Brooklyn accent, but it is definitely a New York accent, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I flow. Heavy. Anytime I'm around New Yorkers on a regular basis, it gets heavier and heavier. Yeah, you know, really yeah, it is what it is. No, I haven't noticed. Yeah, so I, I need to tell you something. Yeah, lots of problems. Too numerous to do the whole list. But um, I want uh, to share uh, what I've been doing the last couple of days. So I I went uh, I went skiing. We we're talking about the. This is my contribution to winter sports discussion and. Um, uh, I am not a skier. I fucking hate it. I just there are there are two things that that many men love that I just don't, and it's golf and skiing. And I just don't. I mean, I get why people like it, uh, but to me, skiing the first of all, I, I don't have good ski instincts. Like you have to think a certain way to move your body in those ways. And you, you know, mean, you give mean me a basketball. Down? Like just going down. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, going straight down to the snow. I don't have a problem with that because it, it, that's what happens when I put on skis. I descend to the prone to the ground. But um, no, it's just I don't know. It's just a, a, like I forget. Are you a skier? Yeah, but I, but skiing? not not nearly as often as I used to. I lost my nerve a little bit, and you know I keep seeing guys break their knees and getting replacements and all this, and it's just to me it's not worth it. So I'll go a couple of times a year. 
um, at best. But yeah, I'm not one of these guys. Golf and skiing are the same way. You spend a shit ton of money. You got to get up at the crack right. of dawn. You got to do it all the time to get good. You know, it's like, right, yeah, right, I'm, right. Not, I'm not, I'm not going to go crazy. Yeah, enough. Right. So I had done it before and just never loved it. But my girlfriend um, wanted me to go with uh, she and her kids on this, yeah, you know, brief three day trip. And uh, so I agreed. And, I, you know, she bought me uh, ski pants uh, for uh, Christmas. So, uh, you know, I had to use them. Right. So, um, by the way, the, the, the garb has changed. I noticed oh, yeah. like, I used to wear the the, the snow pants with came up in, in kind of like suspender form. Apparently those are out now. Those you, you got to have the, the they look more like regular pants. Anyway, so um, you are as I'm it. like as I'm getting ready. Yeah, no. I, so I, obviously I had to rent everything, but at, and helmets. That was a new thing too. I was like, I was like, am I supposed to wear a, a really warm hat? And she's like, you you wear the helmet. And I'm like, oh, I never wore a helmet before. Um, got it. And so. And then as I'm kind of just as I get the skis on and it feels kind of familiar. And then as I'm about to get on the chairlift, I, it just hit me that I have not skied in 31 years. Oh, that's how long man. it's been. That's, <laughs> I and, you went, was, and you went right up. You, you didn't go to like the, yeah, the bunny yeah. hill or something. Oh no, no. We, it was all, it was all green trails for me. I, I, I knew enough to know not to go on any uh, badass trails, but it was, um, it, I, I did not like it. I mean, you know what I liked? I liked the fact that I made it down the mountain and I felt a sense of accomplishment, but um, it happened to be icy this day. And so I don't know if I had ever skied on with, you know, some ice here and there, but it was, you know, fucking frightening because like I'd, I'd like, you know, do my turns and get ready to to, to plot my path down the mountain. And all of a sudden I'd hit a patch of ice and you just start moving and you just start <laughs> Like, like, like no control, like, no, like, like no idea what's going to happen next. And, um, it was terrifying and it was, uh, it was funny. At one point I was kind of feeling good about myself. I was like skiing pretty well and it was super warm this day. And so I'm trying to think of a way to cool down a little bit. So I take my super warm gloves off, figuring that's a way. And immediately I, I fall moments later and slice my hand up nice. because of all the, the, the ice on the ground, you know? Um, and then the other embarrassing thing was, um, what, like falling, like, uh, I mean, you, you fall when you ski, I, I wasn't like super embarrassed by that, but I couldn't get up. It was, I was, I felt like a freaking turtle. I couldn't like get up. Like this other dude we were with had to pull me up. And, um, and even that was like super awkward. Kids, so kids just fall. They have such low center of gravity anyway. They just get right back up. You're, yeah. And they pop back up. Gangly, yeah. Right. I am tall and gangly. And there was a way I remember like it was, but it, it didn't come back to me fully. Like when I took ski lessons, they told you how to get up when you fell. Like you yeah, just, you're yeah, supposed to go lean at a certain up angle. the hill and all this stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, Did, uh, I'm assuming uh, uh, your, your woman was not turned on by your masculine behavior at the, <laughs> or maybe, or was it one of these where she, it was kind of uh pratfally and, and endearing because you were so humorously awful or yeah. was it the, just embarrassing and you're not going to get laid for like, a week and a half at well the past. whole the the whole weekend was uh a mixed bag she she was actually um maybe she was being nice but she was saying things like i'm so proud of you but you're like you're doing it yay you know and the other dude we were with who was a good skier he i, I told him like i'm like yeah i haven't done this in 30 years and he goes you serious and i'm like yeah he goes he goes jesus i give you a lot of credit um so um you know, I won points. I won points. But then then the the, the worst thing that happened was that we're staying in a, uh, you know, uh, condo-ish uh, house um, on the mountain and um, small quarters. And what happens? The kids, one of the kids gets sick and then my girlfriend gets sick. And so it was... It was one of those, and so for the last day of the of the vacation, she was in bed the entire time. I'm bringing her tea and toast, and um, sounds great. You know, <laughs> that happened to me once on a Disney vacation with the oh, whole gang. No, and I came down with I came down with something, and it went through the oh god. There's nothing more miserable Dave, than that. Dave, it's very funny you say that because every yeah. until I got wind of it, every single time I went to Disney World, and specifically pinpointed it to Epcot Center. I mm -hmm. would that night get violently sick. And I'm talking about that sitting on the toilet, 
crapping while yeah. throwing up in the tub simultaneously yeah. <laughs> kind of sick. Like violent. <laughs> that that was what happened to Nazo is that this weekend. It was the double stuff. Oh, the, oh, the, the the worse. And, stuff. and this is so funny. Yeah. And I, I over years, because we would go fairly regularly, I tried to pinpoint yeah. what it was. What was it the Mexican restaurant? Was it this or that? Yeah. Eliminating. And finally, I narrowed Wait, this it is down. who as an adult? This is you this as, is an, as an, an adult. As an adult, taking my kids. Yeah. And by the way, you're right. right. The next day where you're 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 still feverish and going on rides, it was not a good thing. But yeah. I no, finally like... narrowed it down. And I, I could never prove mm. this scientifically. But <laughs> right. you know that in Epcot, they have this World of Coke exhibit where you get to sample sodas from around the world. I prefer the world of heroin yeah, to the world of coke. But oh wait, so sorry to forget. Yeah. Yes, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a pavilion where you just, sample uh, the lost, difference. We lost Disney as a sponsor on that line right there. Just <laughs> by the way, um, sorry, Walt. But I'm telling you, I I don't know. You know, I drink soda; it's not a problem. But clearly, and I I finally eliminated that stop from that my might, last trip that, oh, and did not that made get sick. sick. Now I don't know. Well, remember, these are sodas from around the world. There must be an ingredient right. in one of these sodas that yeah. would give me the barfing shits. Right. And so oh, which, <laughs> it, well, it begs the question. Yeah. And for those that haven't been, it's in one of those like pavilions that you don't normally go in an Epcot because it's not a ride, but you see these little oh, pavilions with these little headphones. Wait, go ahead. Are you, you back? Are right? Yeah, I just kicked right? my headphones. I got I got all excited. What did you say? <laughs> Try Try some weird European soda. It'll clear that right up. Um, so, yeah. No, you go. I was saying it's in one of those side pavilions in Epcot that you don't necessarily right. think to go into because it's not a ride. But there's some cool stuff in that. Oh, they, that they actually, stuff is great. Yeah. All that yeah, stuff they, that you find in the nooks yeah. and crannies of Epcot is very cool, right? And, and uh, I only found the soda place the last time I went. But right. So they have you. you it's like uh, self-serve. You walk around and right. sample these weirds and you would have. And, and there are a shitload of them, like dozens and dozens. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but it begs the question, are, are, do those are those sodas literally imported from the places where they come from or are they sort of recreated there? I, yeah. Because if, I don't know. because if they're coming over from Europe, which doesn't have this, they don't have necessarily have the FDA over there. Maybe there, <laughs> maybe there are some weirdo ingredients in there that make it violently. It'd be Ill, funny right? if you know, yeah. Epcot has been making people shit now for 25 years, but they've never figured it out because nobody's actually wanted to say, geez, you know, We've got a heavy flow over at the Port Orleans Resort these days. <laughs> I wonder where that's coming from. You know, that's not good publicity. But anyway, so I it's I tread my my point is tread lightly at the uh, Coke Pavilion. Um, the next right. time you're at, uh, how did we get on this? Oh, the sick. At the- I don't know. Yeah, we always end up on bathroom. There was the spitting in the urinal really? discussion we had. But yeah, with, the, with when you get that that horrible double stuff thing, my strategy has usually been to to sit on the throne for as long as you can and and take care of that and suppress the vomit and then and then flip around. But you actually use you use the bathtub. You said well, yeah. This the Disney really ba- the Disney bathroom was so small <laughs> that I could actually you reach could lean both. over. Yeah, and it was that's why it's designed that it was way. Horrendous you know, yeah. for those. <laughs> Uh, okay. Bringing up turkey okay. leg and all that shit this is terrible. Oh, okay. Moving almost. forward. Uh, yeah. Yes. You're saying. Yeah. You 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 were gonna uh, segue us uh, deftly into our media notes uh, section oh, of the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's actually kind of yeah. funny because um, you're talking about what you did. My my wife is away this weekend because she was invited to a fundraiser in which her um. Well, I don't know if you've, I'm sure you've done this with girlfriends or wives in the past where you've got five celebrities on your kind of list that you, um, you, you could say your, your wife's, your wife's going to bang George Clooney today? Well, no, but, uh, Chris Martin was performing at this fundraiser, uh, a very small, intimate kind of group. And, you know, he, she, he's like a literal 180 for me, right? He's like mm-hmm. light and tattooed and rock star. And he probably smells a little, but in the way she says she likes it, (laughs) you know, whatever that means. Anyway, she's going out there. And so most likely, um, I think actually the show was last night. So she did not, she did not consummate the, uh, the hall pass. So I'm still happily married, but that's, that's a good segue because talking about, um, and this isn't, this isn't necessarily totally current news, but 
Um, you know, we were talking about Netflix last week and drowning in content. Sometimes I feel that way when it comes to, uh, do you get, do you ever, are you a serious XM subscriber? Have we talked about that? Uh, as it happened, I recently bought a, um, a new car. And when I say new, I mean, uh, pre-owned, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, I've got the serious, um, uh, trial. Uh, 90, 90, 90 day free trial. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm enjoying it. No, it's great. But, yeah. You know, but there's also yeah. the same problem. There's the, the choice that you have. I mean, it's just so vast that you end up right. missing things, but I started to hone in lately just out of, I don't know, just boredom or whatever. They've got a rock and roll hall of fame channel there, which is actually quite mm-hmm. good because, you know, it's a huge mm-hmm. array of music, but it turns out that just a couple of weeks ago, they announced the inductees of the last of the current class. And I don't know, I wanted to bring them up to you because it begs the question, I think, mm. what, you know, in the same way that we scrutinize maybe the Baseball Hall of Fame and things like that, but when it's much more um, uh, sort of personal, like music, it's it's a different thing. So let me, I'm going to read you the 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 class. First of all, they do early influences. So this Sister Rosetta Tharp is one who's just a, I mean, an early influence has nothing really to do with rock and roll as you and I think of it. So there are really right. five performers that were um, inducted. And these are not nominees. No, they are, they are yeah. inducted. Um, these guys are in. They're okay. in. Yeah. Bon Jovi, The mm-hmm. Cars, mm-hmm. Dire Straits, mm-hmm. Moody right. Blues and Nina mm-hmm. Simone. Now, who was the last one? Nina Simone. I don't know. Who that is. You should. You would, and that's actually a good point because well, let's talk about this for a minute. You know, when you think Hall of Fame, right? You think yeah. legends, um, the greatest bands of all time, the greatest musicians of all time. When I look at that list, I see bands that I enjoy, and I see you know some music that I definitely listen to. But I'm not sure any of them, save maybe for Bon Jovi and Dire Straits because of their sort of legendary, well, I don't know. Maybe even Bon Jovi is the only one you could say that about. Dire Straits is my favorite musically out of all of them. But, you know, when you look at bands like The Cars and The Moody Mm. Blues, they're good bands, right? But are they Hall of Fame? like? Yeah, Don Mattingly didn't get into the Hall of Fame, right? In baseball. See, I think, yeah, and 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 this is weird because I'm now going to argue against two Boston institutions because I don't think Wade Boggs should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he wow. played for the Yankees as well. So wow. whatever. I, I don't. I think he's. I think, or if he belongs in there, I think he's the worst Hall of Famer or or among uh, the worst. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, that guy hit 300 hit, look, every year. Yeah, look it up. He had seven seasons where he was excellent and then 13 seasons where he was arguably below average at everything. Wow. So to me, that's not a Hall of Famer. That's a guy that just kept stick, sticking around and um, and hitting 300, but all singles, all. And he was just a very selfish player as well. Which Anyway, and then the, and the cars don't belong on the music. Right. So, so let's talk about the, like the cars, yeah. the perfect thing. Yeah. Their debut album is one of the great debut albums ever. Right. I agreed. Mean, yeah. Agreed. And it was innovative. It was a, it was a new sound. It was like Correct. right distinctive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I enjoyed it. Then what? You know, they, yeah, they had a you couple know what? more hits. Well, they had sort of standard. I don't know hits. if yet. Yeah, do you give them credit or do you knock them down for you might think, which is which is kind of known as the first sort of all digital song. You remember yeah. that song? You Yeah, the video was the video was very cartoony, right? Yeah. Yeah. That whole album, that Heartbeat City album, I loved it at the time. But looking back on it, it hasn't held up well at all. Oh, yeah. They had I, one I never, important I, right. album. And then. Right. Agreed. Some not, and and so, apparently, they, apparently, I never saw them live. But apparently, they sucked uh, live. Oh, like, really? Which I think. Yeah. Which I think, you know. They're I mean, they a Boston I mean, band, right? I mean, they are Boston. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is why yeah, we're bringing yeah. this up. And I appreciate your uh, yeah. willingness to kind of. Same. Yeah, no. not. Right? Yeah, no. I I I've yeah, I've never been like so super proud of the cars. Like I mean, yeah, right, that fr- that first album had a nice sound. It was kind of like you listen to it at the beach, you know, like it it, it but and the other thing is they don't have a, a song that knocks your sock completely knocks your socks off. Like My Best Friend's Girl, that that's a great catchy song, right? Yeah. Um but 
in songs like like since you're gone and um i mean that's yeah, that first um, album yeah. i mean that that album right. yeah, I know, yeah, yeah that's a that's a hall of fame worthy album but you know right. you don't so, make the hall it, of fame for roger maris is not in the baseball hall of fame right yeah exactly and and so um like bon, bon jovi i think deserves a seat at the table yeah, i think they do i, I think they they yeah i think they maybe um built a longer standing career and was worshipped by their fans in a way that I don't think the cars ever were, right? I totally agree. Um, yeah, I mean, if you see Rick Ocasek at a Starbucks, you don't, like, lose your shit. But if you saw John Bon Jovi, you would. Cause, yeah. <laughs> but Although also Paulina Porskova, you get points for that. <laughs> you do. You get, well, that's, that's, that might be what happened. No, I know. He he. Ocasek, Ocasek might get credit. Is, is, it, is it Ocasek or Ocasek? Whatever. Oh. Rick Ocasek. There you go. I think we say Ocasek up here, but mm. but um, he he might get credit for inventing the um, ugly rock star that lands the supermono. Late, later, later, uh, of course, uh, claimed by Axl Rose. But um, but yeah, um, no. Listen, Bon Jovi. I think if th- they uh, deserve recognition because they were the one. It's hard to name another band that emerged from that hair metal right. phase and, and continued on and, and still did their thing. And um, they, pro- and, they and, progressed, and, right? Yeah. They progressed yeah. in a way that weren't never figured it out. Right? <laughs> right. right. Or even Poison or, or Motley Crue, you know, they, they, they completely fizzled out. And now they have another like encore as an, as, as nostalgia bands, but Bon Jovi kind of kept doing it. And, um, I don't know. I mean, what the hell? I mean, it's art, so it's 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 all in the eye of the beholder. But there's something endearing about bon, John Bon Jovi, isn't there? There's, he's he seems like a good guy. Yeah, I mean, maybe he is. What, the guitarist that left the band, uh, Richie Sambora, right? There's some word that Sambora thinks Bon Jovi's an asshole. Like I think I, I heard an interview where they were they were asking whether he's going to perform, and he said, "Well, I will if they ask me, because you know." The name of the band is Bon Jovi. That's uh, right, the one who's right. running the show. Which there was a little implication that that ass might actually not ask me, but I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed it just seems like an, a weird list. Like, and again, you know, the Moody Blues and Dire Straits all have important places. So the, such, but yeah, so Moody, Moody Blues is almost like a band I never was into, but I almost kind of assumed they did a lot of great. Things yeah, in the seventies. Well, that, that's into because them. you grew up in the, and we both grew up in the yeah. era of classic rock radio, where classic right. rock ruled, and the Moody Blues were part of the format. Period. Yeah, exactly. And they they yeah. were there all the time, but I can't, I can't name an album of theirs. But I guess that's because they were not right. of our okay. generation. And Nina Simone, if you listen to her music, she's amazing. This, she mm-hmm. combines jazz and R and B. I'm not sure the rock and roll part of the equation, but I think that ship has sailed. I mean, disco is a part of the rock and roll hall of fame. Rap is part of the rock and roll hall of fame. So maybe it's now just music that isn't overtly classical jazz or country. And then everything. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, what do you want your hall of fame to be? Like, um, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, like dire, dire straits is another Good one, by the way, because I actually saw the Dire Straits when I was in high school because I had a bunch of friends that were so into it. What's that? It's just Dire Straits. There's no the. The Dire Straits. No, it's just Dire Straits. Straits. Yeah. This conversation has me in Dire Straits. Mm, Uh, A bunch of my friends were into them and – um, but it was the, it was that at the time looking back on it, it was the classic like it was cool to say that you were into the no way I do say the dire straits so screw you yeah, it's just dire um, straits <laughs> what is it just Rolling Stones or is no, it the Rolling it's Stones the Rolling Stones and it's the Beatles and it's you're saying just dire straits okay is whatever dire straits. it doesn't Jesus. sound like what the get it no. right man okay show so a little I, I think name one other band that's like that. But it's got to have. It's well, gotta I don't be know what that's like that. Although it's weird because I say what? it the wrong way. Eagles. Oh bullshit! It's the speaking, Eagles. I know that. Technically speaking, if you look at their oh, album covers, all it yeah. says is Eagles. And I'm actually going to look and see. The, I'm looking at all the inductees. I want to see if they're. This is hurting bad. my brain. This I is know weird. it's it's true. Let me just see if they are. 
This is the, 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 Ohio State, the Ohio State University. This is one of those. They uh, are inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as... Well, come on. The, just Eagles. Okay. Just Eagles. Okay. You, you, okay. So to quote... And yet, I'll Jimmy, tell you, it's from, not cars. It's the cars. Well, of course it's the cars. It's the everything. It's this just, is bullshit. I will not stand for this. <laughs> so... In if you call recall the movie The Commitments, yeah, of course you like that movie, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, about the Irish uh, yeah. band, and there's a scene where the manager Jimmy says, you know, um, he finds his two buddies who are playing in this horrible like wedding band, and they're wearing crushed velvet, and he says, um, "What's the name of your band?" And they say, "And and and," and he goes, "And and bloody and 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 fucking bloody and." What and he goes, your name has to be the somethings. You have to be the somethings. And so um, they became the commitments. And you need to be the somethings. That's what a rock band is. Be, the Eagles. Be, uh, fucking uh, dire straits. Yeah, I don't know. Shut up. Yeah. The enemy. Well, uh, no, I like enemy I lines. <laughs> That's different. Well, let me, uh, let me do this with you, okay? I'm going to run through what I consider to be. I'm not. Uh, I want to get your take on some of these old inductees and just give me a yes they should be in no they shouldn't be you ready and i'm not right. talking about mm-hmm. non-performers and influences i'm talking about people who are in as who they were okay i'm going to go right. alphabetically here by ones i think you would be i'm curious what your take is you ready okay yep alice cooper mm, n- no yeah he's in inducted in 2011 yeah no i understand that beastie uh, boys yeah. yes Correct. Yeah. I mean, they, these are all sure. in, mind you, but they were in. They were inducted in uh, 2012. Yeah, so you're, you're asking me if I think I think they belong or not, or you're Correct. asking me if you think yeah, they okay. belong. You know, I'm, not, I'm yes. not doing obvious ones. Like Billy Joel is on there. I know you're going to say yes to that, right? So I'm just trying to well, yeah, the ones but, that I think okay, are mildly, maybe you know, questionable. Okay. Borderline. Uh, yeah. Bob Seger. Yeah, that's a tough one. I would force to choose. I would say no. I, see, I, I would he's say overrated. yes. I would say yes on him. I think he's had a long career, great music, whatever. Bonnie Raitt. Mm, because of the country thing, I can't. Forced to choose, I would say no, because I think, but she's like a weird country crossover person, right? I think I think she's a, an influencer, but she had one big album. Other than that, it's more underground. So I would, right. I would say no. Cat Stevens. Yeah, okay. Oh, God. I guess yes. Yeah. I don't know. What would you say? I don't know. Because I he had a thing. I mean, I don't. I don't like Cat Stevens, but he had a thing, right? Yeah, he did. Cheap Trick. Uh, no. See, that's it. I there mean, no. Budokan is is a Hall of Fame yeah, album. The one album. But and they were yeah, great no. live band, touring band, whatever. You can mm-hmm. probably, you and I can probably name five Cheap Trick songs, right? No, there are th- only three cheap trick songs. The, the, that's it. They just play the same thing over and over again. It's "I Want You to Want Me," uh, "The Dream Police," and um, uh, "Your Mama's Are Sur- and Surrender." Right? But, that's it. And then Those that three. three. One where they went like sappy, like the fire or something. Light. Oh, the flame. The flame. The flame. The yeah. flame. <laughs> yeah. God. Right, I'm gonna so keep that, going. You ready? Chicago. Keep going. Yeah, this is fun. Chicago. Yeah. Oh God, do I fucking hate them? You know, oh God. Um, uh, I, I think it's yes because I think it is yes, especially because they were yeah. they were legitimately great the first half of their career. The second half, they went off the deep end. I don't I don't know what happened, but they made a career. They I transformed. Some of those songs. Who's the blonde dude? Peter Cetera. Oh yeah, I like some. I like some of that. They hate nonsense. it. They hate him. Apparently, the the Chicago and Peter Cetera do not get along. Apparently, oh, okay. but the guitarist, the original guitarist for Chicago, Jimi Hendrix once said was a better guitarist than I was, but then he ended up killing himself by accident with a gun. He was cleaning his gun. And shot himself, if you can believe it. But anyway, that was the story they sold the public. Yeah. Oh, uh, very. What do I not think? Again, I'm looking yeah. for uh, Deep Purple. <laughs> no, come yeah. on. And that, but they got inducted last year or two, two years songs. ago. Two years ago. Deep Purple. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Radar Love. Um, By the I, way, going back to Chicago, yeah. they, they uh, Saturday in the Park is Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great song. Yeah, I, I would I would rather have root canal therapy for an entire day than listen to that song. All right, yeah, I like that. Song. Go on, Donna Summer. Yes, 
Yeah. By I the way. Yep. Yep. I give you that. From Boston, Boston. Mass. Yeah. Or Roxbury. Or the Eagles. Yeah. Well, that was a trick yeah. question because it's not the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles are not in the Hall of Fame, but Eagles are. There's a different band called the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Here's one. This could be interesting. Right, yeah. It's ELO. Yes. Yep, they were inducted last year. Now I'm a no, big ELO fan. You, you keep saying I'm correct, like like. But these no, but are I'm all saying things, I agree so with you. I, you agree, okay? When you say yes, you agree. Yeah, no, no, innovative, um, distinct. I'm very big on if you have a thing, like you have a distinct sound, like when you hear an ELO song, you know it's unmistakably ELO. I think there's something to that, and a lot of great songs. I'll give you that. And and, and it stands the test of time. And that the freaking Mr. Blue song now comes up on like every commercial. Right? You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. That's Mr. Blue right? Sky. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's them. Yeah. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Yeah, you kind of almost have to, right? As trends. Well, I know where you stand, but yes, yeah. I think there were yes, yes. I know you're gonna say yes on these Green Day, Guns N' Roses, Hall and Oates. Those are all those are Hall and Oates is no, they are now, right. Heart. Some people some people hate Hall and Oates. And by the way, Green Day is is um I love Green Day more and more every day, and I, I told you I you saw them this summer also. Yeah, yeah they, were the great. Summer? they were great. They were <laughs> yeah. great. And I had the chance to see them kind of up close because I spent like three paychecks to right. to do it. Yeah. But, um, to me, they, they are one of the remaining um, – now, what's the word? Um, there aren't too many rock bands out there anymore that are still like producing new music when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's Green right? Day and Fruit and, Fighters and that's about yeah, it, right? It's right, amazing. Keep going. Keep anyway, going. Heart. Go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. Heart. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm with you. No, I think they're in because the idea of uh, you know female fronted rock and roll was uh, yep. not uh, regular at that point. But yeah, um, Jackson I mean, Brown. Talking- um, no, he's he's not Hall of Famey to me. Yeah, that's Jackson Brown. I probably would yeah. put him in. Um, mm. um uh, J- Jeff Beck. I guess. Um, yeah. No, you got to put him in, though, right? Although the other, he's, he's he's not he's in as Jeff Beck solo, not right. as part of groups. But I guess you sort of have to, right? That's interesting. But is, but, mm. but but well, he was in the Faces, right? Correct. Was Jeff Beck in the Faces? So are the Faces right. in the Hall of Fame? No. Okay. Well, but you get, why can't you give credit? Yeah. Ooh, that see, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, hmm. I would say yes. It's funny to say that because I read this whole essay where when Joan Jett was um, announced and inducted, claiming that it is idiotic that Joan Jett and the Blackhearts would be in and Pat Benatar would be out. Well, I think Pat Benatar belongs to me, belongs in. And she isn't. And I don't even think she's on the ballot anymore. That's messed up. Yeah, well, that's it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? I, I saw her this past summer at um, at uh, like Nantasket Beach. She was selling fried dough. It was good to see her. No, no, she was performing. Not Nantasket Beach. Where the hell was I? I don't know. It's one Great of those guitarists. Beaches. Her husband, uh, Neil Gerard. Yeah, they, they, their show now is sort of a, a part, sort of tribute to their love story. The the they before the show starts, they show this slideshow. It's it's. I, I never knew that. I never knew. That, These um, next two, by the way. Yeah. These next two are among the more controversial, but I don't think they're as controversial as they seem. Journey and Kiss, and I put them together because it both it took both the bands forever to get inducted, and they that's ended weird. Up, yeah, yeah. See, maybe you and I are of the same generation, so maybe yeah. to me, I hear those two, and I'm like, of course, of course. Right. Are you kidding I'm, me? I'm going to give you the one that I think to me is the one I have the hardest time getting around, even though I love this artist, but Linda Ronstadt. Hmm. No. Yeah. Right. That's. I, I agree. No way. It's sort of like she's had a great career, right? She had a bunch of really yeah. great songs. Mm-hmm. But was Linda Ronstadt ever transcendent? Can you name? Can you name three songs? No. Only and half of the ones you can name were cover songs. Remember, right? Yeah, cover songs of other people's songs. Yeah. Although I'll say this, she was hot like back oh, in the day. Back in her day, no, no, <laughs> well, no was question. she in that uh, what the, uh, the documentary? Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, 
Yeah, the Eagles the e- documentary. Was it the Eagles one? Okay, I yeah. couldn't remember if it was the Eagles one or the one with, with um, Dr. Dre. And she was gorgeous. Um, anyway, she we was don't so have to hot. keep doing this uh, exercise. You Do want, a couple more. You want a couple more? All right, I'm looking yeah, two more. through, um, trying to find... And those are kind of obvious. I definitely do that one. Peter Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Public Enemy no. for sure. Queen yes. for sure. Come on. REM for sure. I mean, you know, whether you're yeah. a fan or not. You know, I'm trying to find those borderline. Yes. Now, right. all these other ones. Rush was very controversial for a while, but I'm <laughs> fine with that. I'm fine with Rush, even though, even though, like you know, they're beloved by this horde of nerds and strange. I mean, um, there's a uh, radio team up in Boston, Toucher and Rich, and they're not great, but they have they they're great at making fun of rock bands who, for some reason, sing about medieval times. You know, like yeah. <laughs> like Rush, <laughs> like Zeppelin, and Led Zeppelin did that too. But we never questioned it as kids, like. To the land of the ice and snow, and the and the you know that the the immigrant song there, um, but um, uh, Rush, yeah, I'm I'm cool with Rush. Yeah, I'm in too. By the way, I'm into the thes now, like it's all alphabetical, so it's the Allman Brothers band, the Animals, the band, all these guys. The 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 category seems solid until you get to the Cars, where it's sort of a little questionable here. Um, well, this whole thing, this whole thing is like reminds me of what uh, Bob Ryan says about the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's not the Hall of Very Good. Yeah, it's you know, supposed it's to not. Be. It's and, and like Dire Straits, Cars. I mean, it's almost like the. So I was. I, I think I told you I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last summer, and um, it's a great take as you would expect. And I've been twice now, and it's awesome. But you, it's also a business. So I wonder if part of the pressure yeah, is the they, they got to put some people in. Yeah. The last one I've got is uh, is ZZ Top. I'd say yes. Yeah, I'd but say you know yes. What? I'd say yeah. yes, too. But no, we're biased have... because we grew up in the height of their No, but power, if, you, right? if you go back and, and listen to their greatest hits, they had a long career. Even well before that era, they were mm-hmm. – they had, you know – cheap sunglasses and and uh lagrange and they LaGrange, had, a, yeah, they had yeah. great and a long running i guess um and this is this is the question are we are you rewarding a short height height career are you rewarding a long and varied career and i i guess i lean a little more towards the long progressive career than I, i'd know, say cost. like yeah. it's a it's a factor like like Gail, like to draw a comparison to uh sports like gail sayers is in the Hall of Fame. Sandy Koufax is in the Hall of Fame, even though their respective careers were extremely short, but they were so brilliant in that short period of time. Um, uh, and- Roger Maris and Don Mattingly or not. <laughs> not See, I think I, I, with the benefit of hindsight, I would have taken Don Mattingly over Wade Boggs. I, I thought he brought a little bit more to his game and they, they were kind of rivals at the time. Um, Boggs did it longer. You know, that's that. I know we just stuck around. He's such a dick. I hate him, (laughs) but um, I really do. No, but but it reminded me of like there was um, uh, before Jim Rice got in, like uh, I thought I think Jim Rice deserves to be in there. And but but like a years, a few years prior, Bruce Souter had gotten in and Bruce Souter's career was roughly about the same time frame as Jim Rice. And someone brought up a great question. Would you have ever traded uh, Bruce Souter for, uh, would you ever trade Jim Rice for Bruce Souter straight up at any point in their career? At the time, no. Right. At the time, no. Right. Now, the same, at the same token, apparently modern statistics are not kind to Jim Rice at all. Yes, yeah, so all. what? He was the most feared hitter for yeah, a decade. Apparently, I think the most feared hitter look, for a decade. I don't decade remember what it is, but his on-base percentage or the fact that he grounded into double plays even without men on base, which is hard to do. <laughs> yeah, he was really good at that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> they, it does not look good, you know, on hindsight. Yeah. But but no, I, I remember as he – a good one, Melt. Thank the you. only man in history who could ground into a double play with the <laughs> bases empty. on base, right. He, um, he – well, I was terrified of him as he right. – Terrified. Yeah. Yeah, he. I have this memory of being in the car, my mom like driving me around someplace, and Ned Martin on the radio for the Red Sox saying, "You know, um, three to two White Sox, sixth inning, 
Um, Red Sox have been on first and second. And by the way, that man is on deck. And it was, just, and he was one of those where, um, when he came up to the plate, you could just feel uh, everybody like you know, it was it was the the one guy you didn't want to be in the beer stand uh, at in line getting a beer when yeah, Jim. You didn't want to miss it. But again, I mean, the the modern stat heads do not. They, they I think I saw a list of the the worst selections, and he wasn't he wasn't near the top of the worst selections, but he was on the list, which is yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, we have. But just yeah. to finish the thought, Wade Wade Boggs is the opposite, right? He's he's the the geeks love love him, yeah, love him. The on base business, yeah. yeah, 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 still jackass, and <laughs> and apparently commonly drank a thirty pack of Bush on a west on a the plane heading to a west coast uh, road trip. Love it. Yeah, well, we'll give him that. You know who's yeah, not in my Hall of Fame? Who? You, <laughs> yeah, but if it were the Hall of Very Good, I would have a punching punch chance. I would think, you're right? In. Okay, you're in. in. Lead All right, yeah. Well, well this, has been fun. Uh, this has been fun. Um, and congrats to those who are still listening. We're gonna send you a lifetime supply of turtle wax. Um, thank you for joining us on Enemy Lines. Check out new episodes whenever we feel like it, right here. On the Boston Podcast Network, pod617.com. We've got some other cool podcasts on there. You should check them out, but we'll be back soon. I'm Dave. Milt. I'm Milt. You are. You or are Milk. I'm really Mike. Mike. I, I know. If you want to call me Milt, that's fine. Whatever. Mike and Milt. I, I cannot break that habit. And um, don't this break the habit Milt. of listening to, en- <laughs> to Enemy Lines. Good call back there. We'll see you next time. Later. And that's all we got. We love you, Patriots out! Oh, no. Uh, license and registration, please, sir. What's the problem, officer? Uh, well, son, lots of problems. You were, you were doing 115 miles an hour in a 35 zone. You have a blown tail light and a blown headlight. Uh, about a mile back there on the road, you ran over a whole family of deer uh, and some very cute bunnies. You appear to have several kinds of illegal explosive drugs and firearms in the back seat, not to mention... There's a 300-pound bearded man who's bound and gagged back there for some reason. What do you have to say for yourself, son? Uh, if you log on to pod617.com, you can listen to some great podcasts and produce one of your own. Pod617.com, huh? Okay. Have a nice day, sir. At pod617.com, you'll find on-demand podcasts on politics, sports, music, and amazing storytelling. And pod617.com will produce a broadcast-quality show for you to promote your business or professional service. Listen to the voices of your city and join the community. Pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Uh, you know what? I changed my mind. You're under arrest. Aw.